Hi, welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Hi, we're going to talk about how one simple sentence could actually become the life motto you live by. I find in coaching, the simpler the sentence, the more powerful the impact, the more it just changes our brain. Our brain loves them a simple sentence. And have you ever had that experience where you heard one sentence, you read one sentence in a book, you heard one sentence at a seminar or a podcast, your brain was like, okay, now life is never going to be the same again. That's happened to me all the time. Simple sentences have the biggest impact. And today I have a very simple sentence for you. It's exactly five words and it can have such profound impact if you put it in practice in your life. It's actually more than a sentence. It's a life motto. Today's show, we're going to talk about, but what if I can't? Human brains are loaded with reasons why we can't do something for sure. That's what they're geared to do. They're designed to find out where are the obstacles? Where are the flaws? Let me see them so I can solve for them. The problem is people outside of coaching or new to coaching believe their brain to like, oh, okay, my brain says it's not possible. Well, then darn it. Over, done, quit, right? We forget that we get to lead our brain. Our brain doesn't have to lead us. Now, different people will call the brain like the human brain, the primitive brain, something like a toddler with a knife. Like the toddler is trying to help, but they have a knife. So sometimes it causes more trouble. Or another coach, uh, and that's what Brooke Estee refers to it as, Carol. Kara Lowenthal refers to the primitive brain as a raccoon in a trash can. Like it is just a, a bit savage and out of control. <laughs> Scary, right? I love that analogy. I think of it sort of like the primitive brain can be sometimes like an energizer bunny spinning in dog poo. Like it doesn't mean to cause trouble, but it does. Nothing wrong with your brain. So if your brain also like has this flair for the dramatic and telling you how you can't do anything, nothing wrong with you. That's what the human brain was designed to do. It's just like mine. But through coaching, we remind ourselves, I don't have to believe everything my brain offers. I get to lead my brain. My brain doesn't lead me. So powerful. Now, what happens, the next thing that happens, you decide you're going to do something. People get surprised. The brain throws up. Oh, no, you can. What I want to remind you is expect resistance from your brain. Just expect it. It's normal. The brain's first response to pretty much anything is no. I had a best friend in residency who, this was before coaching, anything I offered, like we, we would go study together. Whatever I would offer, she'd be like, no, no. No, 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 no. And I find, and it really irritated me. This was before coaching. One time, and I, at one point I was like, why do you always say no to me? She's like, oh, Christina, it's not just you. I say no to everybody at first. It takes me a while to get there. This is about me and my process. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, got it, got it. So, no, that's true for pretty much everybody. Our first response, normal to say no. So expect resistance. It just means you're normal like me. No doesn't have to be the end of the story. No means this is the beginning of a conversation. Your brain is starting to take it seriously. That's why it's offering the resistance. It's a good thing. So many of my clients are like, well, I decided to have a baby or apply for the screen or go for promotion. My brain said no. And I just like, I was crushed. It's like, no, that resistance that comes up means your brain is thinking. It's getting in gear. It's trying to get on board. It wants your help getting closer to getting that result done. So all that to say, don't make anything about that no. That no is normal. 
expected. It's coming. The story can continue. What I want to offer you in this week's podcast is a simple sentence that you can offer back to your brain. Your brain for sure is going to say you can't. I want you to play with this new thought, meet your brain right where it is and say, but what if I can? I think it was sort of like that sentence is like something you wedge in the door to keep it open. Like the, the door is going about to close. And you put a little wedge in the bottom and you stuff it in and now the door stays open. That's what the sentence is. It's the power of, but what if I can? Keeps all the possibility open. It has your brain searching for reasons why you can instead of reasons why you can't. So let that sink in. But what if I can? Find the truth in that. Who would you be? That was what you normally met your brain with. But what if I can? If every no that came from your brain or from your boss or from your kids was met with, but what if I could? How would your life be different? Who would you be? What were all the options that would start to unfold for you if you started asking that very high level question, but what if I can? Listen, this is a very big theme in my coaching program. My job is to help you elevate the quality of your thoughts. Your happiness, your ability to feel successful and accomplished and centered and grounded in peace will all come from how high quality your thoughts are. Your thoughts are so powerful and none of us can see them. So this is a really, this is an inside job. It can be this very sacred relationship with you and your thoughts. And this week's tool on how to elevate the quality of discussion is by asking a higher quality question. When your brain offers, but I can't, you can change everything by saying, but what if I can? Let this sentence explode your world with possibility. Let it drop you into curiosity. When you're feeling curious, you're going to see so many options. Just have to pick one to move forward. You're going to be successful either way. Let those actions lead to results that prove your belief in you. You'll just have higher and higher quality discussions, higher and higher quality actions, and live a bigger, bolder, more meaningful life. Just change the questions you ask yourself to something more powerful. But what if I can? Just put that on right now and just find out how does it feel in your body when you have the thought and belief and you're practicing believing, but what if I can? What does it feel like in your body? Pause if you want to. For me, it just removes all the stress in my shoulders and my neck. I just feel so expansive. Like I could take in an ocean worth of breath. Like I feel so big. I feel so expansive. I feel so light. I feel so creative. I feel just completely unstoppable. But not in a hustly way. Like I just feel like I can do whatever I set my mind to. Of course I can. It all starts with just asking ourselves more powerful questions. I'll give you a great example of this. I um I was giving a grand rounds on how to go from feeling burnout to feeling better. It's a grand rounds talk that I have given several times all over the world. Every time I give it, I up level it. It's a gorgeous talk. So if you're listening and you're at a center and you want to hear a gorgeous talk, tell your leaders, or if you're the leader, let's schedule a grand rounds because this will blow up. It will just help your people so much. In any event, we're getting ready for the grand rounds. 24 hours, I meet with the tech people just to run through, make sure all the tech is set up. And I have this beautiful, I think it's $2,500 touch screen. It's this expensive computer screen that you can touch and move it. And it allows you to give a Zoom, like present in Zoom and have slides that people can look at, but you're not a tiny little post stamp face. Like, right, if you're in a Zoom meeting and you try to share your screens, your face like shrinks up to the size of a quarter. Nobody can see you. 
So I kind of got around it with this big text screen I put behind me. And if I'm in Zoom webinar and everyone just sees me, I'm the only face on the screen. Everyone can read it. It's beautiful. Well, as we go through the tech piece, it becomes clear, oh, this won't work for a Zoom meeting. So my mind's like, oh no, I can't do this. I could see, I think I actually might have said it. I can't. <laughs> that was for sure my phrase first thought. Then I noticed Zoom kept shutting down, it kept freezing on me. It was this horrific, like it was just getting slower and slower and slower. So and this is like 12 hours before this grand round. And so I deleted everything that was unnecessary on my computer and dumped it. And that helped replace the battery on my mouse. That helped. And it still was just like hanging up and hooking, hooking up. It was just not, Zoom was not working. I had grand rounds now in like 10 hours. So I kept seeing, even my brain was offering me, oh my gosh, there's no way you're going to get this done. You can't, my brain was like, you can't give this grand rounds with this situation. And I'll just fast forward. There was hours of troubleshooting of figuring out the actual, the answer was my um, speaker was dying or on the fritz and it was short circuiting everything. So it was forcing my computer to slow down. It was the craziest thing. I don't know if anyone might actually give my husband all the credit. He figured that out and we were able to troubleshoot it because I had this thought, but what if I can? I was really like in a hundred percent belief. I was like, you know, whatever it takes to do, I'm going to make sure this happens or we're going to get there. My brain offered you, but you can't, you can't, you can't. I was like, oh, no, no, we can, we can, we can. But what if I can't? I just kept sinking into that belief and it allowed me to troubleshoot in a very powerful way. We figured out this thing that, I mean, I really don't know if we had hired a tech guru to come over. I'm not sure they would have figured it out. It was so nuts. I'll tell you, give it a grand round just a few hours ago and the tech was perfection. No glitch. I did it the way they recommended, and it was I was so thankful they recommended it because they were totally right. If we were in a Zoom meeting with the tech I had, it would have looked so janky. We got the tech to perfection, but it was because I had this overarching thought, but what if I can? I just kept going and trying and troubleshooting. You can apply that to your own life too. When your brain offers you, but I can't, just know it's normal. It's his first response. Meet it with, but what if I can and allow that just to lead you to possibility, very high level of thinking, walk you right into that result. Result. The second example I want to give you is pretty common. A client wanted to go for promotion. She just wanted to. She just felt like she was ready. But she had for several years stopped it, did not pursue the promotion because she thought, well, the people who are more senior to me, who've been here longer, who have more titles, et cetera, et cetera, they're still at assistance. So who, who is it for me to be going ahead of them? So she had the story. So she just kept every year denying herself this promotion. She had the story. They have to go first. And we just in coaching questioned it. What if they don't have to go first? What if they are not applying for promotion, for promotion because they don't want to be promoted right now? They're kind of enjoying their life. Promotion's a big deal. Like it takes a lot of work. Maybe they don't want to spend their time that way right now. What if it's not that they don't deserve it? They just don't want it right now. Their choice, in fact, doesn't have to impact your choice. If you want to be promoted, let's work on getting you promoted. And we can forget this other story that it has to be the certain way. Actually, it doesn't. And so we just kind of coached her on aligning with what she wanted. She asked her chair if she could promote it. Chair's like, yep, we're doing it. Not a problem. We coached her on getting the dossier together, getting it submitted. We coached her as she waited for their decision and she was green lighted. She was promoted all because of this little tiny thought that she allowed in. But what if I can? 
I want to bring this back to you as we close. How would your life be different if you let in the possibility? But what if I can? If you just kind of wedged open the door to possibility and wonder with this thought, but what if I can? I will tell you, it will take intentional practice for this, especially if you've been around a long time like me. Right? Your brain has had a lot of time to be like, no, girl, no, you can't. So it'll be practice and you can do it. It's going to feel like work at first. You're going to have to consciously remember it to believe in you. You're going to have to consciously like keep coming back to you. But what if I can? And you can do it. This is the best work. In the end, your life will be infinitely less work if you can develop 100% belief in you. And in my coaching program, this is what we do. We help you. I help you believe 100% in you. So that, but what if I can, it's just second nature. It's like, oh yeah, no, no, this is where we go. Actually, I would say we go a little further. We go to, instead of, but what if I can in my coaching program, we get you to, I for sure can show me all the ways let's go. Okay. <laughs> but enough for the podcast to be like, but what if I can just sink into that? But what if I can, this is not just one sentence folks. This is like a life motto, but what if I can remember right where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing at the exact right rate. And so is everyone else. Love you all. Bye.